Good Days with Leanne Miller and Matt Barris. We are so glad you're here, and this is our second episode. Second one. Our second time. Honestly, we need to just say thanks to people that shared it and <sighs> commented because it was so sweet. It some was people so sweet. came out of the woodwork, some of our friends, yeah. and it was just so it was so kind. Listen, some of our friends from back in the church days. Oh. It was mm-hmm. so sweet. I thought it was so kind too. Somebody said we have really good voices for this, and I just think of NPR people that have great vocal fry. Wow. I know, right? That was really good. (laughs) Okay, we thought it would be really fun to talk a little bit about, you know, just joy and peace and contentment, love during the holidays, because not everybody feels the same way as far as like what the commercials say. Oh, my word. You can look at those commercials. (laughs) They make me cry because they are the idealistic version of what the holiday should be. And, And it just... The reality is that sometimes it's just not that for everybody. No, and that's not, okay. It's not that way for me. Right. I mean, I, I'm I'm estranged from a lot of my family. Um, and my dad is is deceased, died. And I go we go to Daryl's family. His side of the family is more I want to say normal, but it's just more <laughs> typical, um, you know, and more, I would say more w- what you would imagine right. an Amish family to be. Right. right. Um, so we, we go there for Thanksgiving and we do do a Christmas um, gathering with them, but it's, it's not, it's it, there are, there's some weight to the holidays for me. Absolutely. Um, and sometimes, you know, it's so strange because in the last, I would say the last four or five years, I can find myself on a random day. I can just be doing laundry, folding yeah. laundry or whatever. And I can just feel like, the weight, like sad, Absolutely. like the weight of it. And I think that's probably one of the reasons um, I'm just now getting back into it. I know you've seen it, Matt, firsthand where I'm getting back into decorating. Mm-hmm. I, I think that part of my, just part of my hesitation and with decorating is just kind of the weight and the sadness right. of some of what surrounds the holidays right. for me. Um, so yeah, it's not the same for everyone. Not yeah. everybody is like sing, dancing around singing Jingle Bells just so happy and excited Absolutely. that it's Thanksgiving and Christmas. And I think no matter where you are, there are parts of the holidays that can just be hard. Right. Whether you're in a family that's together and really dysfunctional. looking like they're having fun. <laughs> you can listen, you can be together and be dysfunctional or you could be spread apart and dysfunctional. <laughs> so so it doesn't matter where you are. And so uh, we want to talk a little bit about that. But before we jump in to our gratefulness and this, you know, pre Thanksgiving episode, um, we want to know what was a good day for you this week. So Leanne, what for you, what was your good day? this week. Okay. I can, I know, I know exactly which one it is. I didn't know you were going to ask me this question. So, but I can pinpoint which, which day yeah. it was. I got to, got to count backwards. <laughs> it was it was Wednesday. Um, I am launching a new website, yes. which I'm really excited about, which is just my name, leannemiller.net. Yeah. Check it out. leannemiller.net. There it is. And um, I am so excited about the website, but I had a great day because I met with Hannah, who is um, has a wonderful marketing firm, and um, she met with me for almost three hours on wow. Wednesday, and I stayed home all day. I was in my pajama bottoms. Actually, I was like partying. Uh, I was like a pretty on the top party on the bottom because I had like my pajamas. You were like in your COVID costume, like when everybody was zooming. Yes. Like the top half looked perfect and the bottom half was like, oh, okay. I had a cute sweatshirt on, on the top because we were on Zoom and then I had my pajama bottom. Yeah. But um, it was just so great to be with her. Um, 
Novel Marketing is her mm-hmm. company's name, and um, it was great to be with her. It was great to um, just to do something like this. I've never, yeah. I've actually, I've cried over it because I've yeah. never spent money on myself yeah. like this. It like, looks so good. Yeah, too. yeah, or on branding. On is myself. it live right now where people can actually go see yeah, it? Yeah, oh yeah, it's live right now. Yes, yes, that's awesome. And so is Joy Scouts. You know, the founders awesome. troop of Joy Scouts is also live. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm. That was a really good day for me. It was, yeah. and it was just a day at home but it was really it just felt really good that's great what Um, about you matt so for me my i don't know about a good day but i had something really fun happen uh in our house and i wanted to read it for you so my um son is in kindergarten and his (laughs) kindergarten teacher is lovely her name is mrs campbell um and she scribed kids favorite thanksgiving recipes and she wrote them exactly as they said them (laughs) and she printed them and sent them home oh this will be good so i'm gonna give you the recipe for fitz's so this is my five-year-old his fresh salted turkey by fitz barris first you get a 30 pound turkey from a farm Ooh, aggressive take it home and take all the feathers off of it we have never done this by the way put it in a pan Then put 12 cups of salt on it. 12 cups. Put it in the oven for 14 seconds at 112 degrees. Yes. Oh, wow. Then you take it out of the oven and eat it. So we will be having turkey with a side of salmonella this year. And it could be like turkey jerky. I don't know. We've never cured a whole turkey. 14 seconds at 112. Nothing's up. It's good. Listen, he might be good at like preserving colonial meats, like in a cellar where it's covered. Oh, that's so great. So, yeah, he. So from the mouths of babes comes your newest turkey recipe. Yes. What a brine. <laughs> right. So that just made us chuckle. And the kids in the book, so they wrote some hilarious stuff. Um, there was some stuff that could be taken very explicitly as well, um, which was hilarious. <laughs> so so you just love when kids say fun stuff like that. Yeah. Those are some good things. They really are. So those that was our good day. Okay, Matt, before we just dive right in into gratefulness in the holidays. Um, I just, I just want to talk for one second about the shooting in Colorado. Mm. I, you know, I, I don't want to just say, and I've been reading today, like another shooting there's, there's right. been another shooting in, you know, um, a nightclub in Colorado Springs. And I, you know what I really hope and wish for all of us is mm. that we just are, are more human. Absolutely. That we're just more compassionate and we're more thoughtful of these moms and dads and sisters and brothers mm-hmm. that have experienced this loss. So I just, I just want to put that out there. Just yeah. And I think that some, this is just my perspective is I think we have lost some humanity yes. in the last few years in regards to our politics and in regards to the news, you Even know what in I regards to our faith. Absolutely. And when you see groups of people um, that are targeted, whether, you know, this week there were LGBTQ plus friends who were targeted. There was a group of Jewish people that were targeted. When you see that, it's like, where is the humanity in that? You know, where, what, what happened to the days where we could look each other in, other in the eye and say, hey, maybe we don't see everything the same way, but you're a mom, you're a dad, yes. you're a son, you're a child of someone, you're a lovely human, um, you have value, you bring value into the world. 
um, that's heavy. And I really, um, it just makes me sad that yeah. we dehumanize yes. so many things. And, and what's really sad is we're desensitized to it Yes, because when we start saying just another shooting, I mean. it yeah. might just be. To you, when it comes, when it's flashed across the news to you, yes. it's just another news story, but there are humans and yeah. real people attached to those, those stories yes. and there's real loss. Yes. And, you know, as we talk about being grateful and as we've talked about just our good days this week, I want to just pause and just mourn with those that are mourning mm-hmm. I, and just to say, you know, we love you and we're, we're with you and it's just, just to send love just big love that direction absolutely yeah so we just went from uh, talking about a funny story about my child to the loss of people in colorado and you know that feels a little bit jerky to pivot that quick but that's kind of our our friendship friendship is we can we can go silly and then we can just jump right in and be serious yeah serious Mm -hmm. and be relevant i mean i i actually i actually think it's important, Matt, to, to talk about these things and yeah. to say, you know, we recognize that that's going on in the world too. We are not about toxic positivity. No. We're not about like, oh, we're happy all the time and everything is good and every day is a good day. No. Right. Well, listen, we haven't even shared enough of our story because people that know us know that that's not the kind yeah, of people right. we are. <laughs> that's not the truth. Um, we have yeah. had many, many hard days, um, but we, we do believe that focusing on good days is a great practice and yeah, a great habit. It really important. Okay, so talk to us a little bit about gratitude. Give us some stats, Matt. Yeah. So when you think about gratitude, you know, we're heading into the holiday season. Um, Thanksgiving is just around the corner. And I think so often gratitude is something that is very um etherical it's very like woo woo oh. and oh, they're like and, and almost I'll be cliche thankful. absolutely Ooh. it's like say yeah. something you're thankful for Blech. not that that's bad <laughs> but when but it can feel black it can feel very overdone yeah. but here's the reality um there is someone that i love reading her name's dr caroline leaf she's a neurosurgeon from africa she has the coolest accent if you yes. ever want to listen to her book yeah i love following her instagram too yes she is awesome Dr. Caroline Leaf's research, um, one of the big things that she shares is when you create habits. So, for example, when you create a habit around being grateful or a habit of being thankful for something or saying those things out loud, you can actually recreate neuropathways mm-hmm. in your brain that have been broken. Believe it. So all of us have experienced some form of stress or trauma that has broken neuropathways, whether it's loss, whether it's something to do with a family member, whether it's even physical pain that's manifested itself mm-hmm. on our brain that has just had us down. Mm-hmm. We can actually through good practices change those pathways and re it's like we can rebuild our brain. Yeah. It's incredible. And so having practices of gratefulness, mm-hmm. it's not just a cliche. It's not a, a, a thing you just put up on the wall with the turkey. Right. It's not it, just like pull out your gratitude journal and write down three things. No. It, and and you know what? That the gratitude journal movement is a great thing yes. because it takes that uh, it's doing idea. what she talks about absolutely and it's actually doing it and it rewires your brain uh there was this study that i looked up in harvard where for 10 weeks they had two different groups of people and one group wrote down everything that bothered them so they wrote down this this 
bothered me today. This was a hard part of my day. This really frustrated me today. And then they had the other group um, keep a journal for 10 weeks of things that they were grateful for. And throughout that study, it said that that the one group that had gratefulness, that they were more optimistic, that they actually exercised more, which I thought was interesting. interesting. And they had fewer visits to the doctor. And I was like, body that keeps the score. That's <laughs> the body keeps the score. <laughs> yes. Um, and so I just find that fascinating because mm-hmm. I think when we hear gratitude journal and those types of things, we're like, okay, here's another thing. Yeah, like right. that's just right. cliche that's right. out there. It feels but, like the Atkins diet for gratefulness. Right? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But it's really, it really does. Okay, what about the other people on the list? Um, they just stayed really grumpy. It didn't change. It didn't change. And they probably had more doctor visits. Absolutely. Um, There was another study in Harvard that said expressing gratitude about your partner. So if you're married or you have a partner, expressing gratitude towards your partner makes you happier. But I thought this was was a really important part of this study that, that was fascinating to me. It also helps you in being more comfortable expressing when things are hard and growing your relationship as well. Oh, I can't. So that's I, so fascinating. Mm, so when you're so grateful for your partner, and you know what? This could probably apply to any relationship. When you're grateful for that other person and you express that gratitude, then when things are hard, you know, often we we go into our fight, flight, or freeze mode, but it actually helps us lay the groundwork and the pavement for us to create positive um, and encouraging conversations that are constructive mm. that help build us even mm. when things are hard. And mm. I think that's just so fascinating. Yeah. It kind of, it kind of plays to the whole idea of like when, when a ton of people compliment you and then one person's negative to you, oh. you, instead of, instead of focusing on mm-hmm. the 11 people that have said something great, you want to focus on the one person Listen. that has said something negative, you oh. know, it's kind of like, it kind of, well, it's maybe that inside out, but it reminds me of that very that same principle. Like with with Daryl, I I talk I talk that man up all the time because I feel I I mean I believe the things that I say about him right. that are great. I mean he's a great guy. But when it's time to say something hard, I really don't have a problem with that either. Yeah, that's fascinating to me. Yes, I love that. Yes. And you know, I, I hope l- you bring stats every week. <laughs> I love that stuff. And so I think going into the holidays can be really hard. Um, it can be hard because we might have broken relationships. Mm. It can be hard because it, we have memories. Um, I just saw a, a post today of a friend who lost a parent to suicide. Um, and they were saying that the holidays last year, they decided um, that they went to Thanksgiving for 10 minutes and oh. that was all they mm-hmm. could do. Okay. Yeah. And then that's they it. left. Yeah. It's and so good. that's okay. It's okay. You know, what we started doing, and actually you were you were around when we started doing this, we started leaving at Christmas. Yeah. We started taking our vacation at Christmas and doing some really fun stuff at Christmas, mm-hmm. going to places we've never been. And it started to create like... Like this wonderful anticipation for the holidays of like we get to go to a really cool yeah. place for Christmas. Um, but now, now you're in a season <laughs> of life where your kids just want to come home and they be with do. you. And I, I love that. I love that. I love that your kids just want to be at your house. For they Christmas. do. They they're, do. Your son is coming from Colorado with his partner, and they're yes, just gonna spend so time in your excited. house. And I love that. I, I just um, I just text messaged all of them today, and I um, also texted MG uh, Teddy's 
partner, Teddy's girlfriend. And I said, uh, what size slipper do you wear from L.L. Bean? I'm asking for a friend. And she oh, said, oh, please tell that friend that I wear a size 10. And I said, okay, of these pictures, which one do you think you're fr- that that you would like the best? My friend wants to know. And it was, it was a fun exchange. But I just thought it would be fun to buy them each a pair of new slippers to wear around the farmhouse and be cozy. And I love that. Yeah. I think, I think it's, it's never too late to start some new traditions. Oh, I love that. It's so true. It is never too late. And I think sometimes we think that it's a tradition has to be this longstanding thing. Well, guess what? They started somewhere. Right. And so maybe your tradition has to shift or change and maybe it doesn't look quite like it did, but do do something to create those rhythms for your family. Yes. And you know, Matt, back to your story about the friend that went to Thanksgiving for 10 minutes. I, I think it's okay. No, I don't think I know. It is okay to be sad and, and and to grieve some things of the past and to not have those anymore. What I think is important is how we deal with it now and how we how we look forward. Mm-hmm. You know, instead of just kind of just sinking down in it and wallowing in it and just being in it too long. I think, I kind of think you can stay in it for as long as you feel like, Hey, I need to be sad about this. But I think we all kind of intrinsically know like when we've been sitting in it too long. I agree. I was thinking about this too, is as you head into the holidays, um, there's a couple things that, that I was thinking about that I would like to give you, not you, us collectively, you, Mm, to give us all Mm -hmm. uh, permission to do. Oh, oh, and so I have some things that I want to that I want to give you permission to do. I want I want to know. (laughs) (laughs) The first one is to know what you need and say it out loud. So often example. So let me tell you what that means. That means often we um, there's things that you need. So maybe you need peace. Maybe you need quiet. And I think it's okay to ask for those things. So often when we head into the holidays blind, we just kind of let chaos ensue around us and just mm-hmm. kind of go with the flow. But often that leaves us burnout and that leaves us frustrated and resentful and even. Absolutely. And so I think find out what you need. Like, what do you need to make things? Thanksgiving day good. Does that mean you need to farm out more of the meal to other people? Does that mean you have somebody in your family that's really good at decorating a table? Ask them to do it. Um, Do you need to take a nap on Thanksgiving afternoon and say, hey, I'm going to take an hour. I'm going to set an alarm. I will be back, but I need to unplug. So So find out what you need and do it. Because if you don't, it's not going to end well for you. And you're right. You're going to feel resentful. And we're in charge of ourselves, Matt. Like, you know, that saying, like we give people permission, how they treat us. Well, we're giving people permission, how we do the holidays. Like we're, we, we're part of that. We're part of that decision. Um, we do, um, brunch. This is our second year. We of doing Christmas Eve brunch with one of my nieces and her husband and my nephew and his wife and their kids. And we made the rules. I mean, yeah. we all did though. I mean, like we said, we're not gonna we're we're not gonna do this too early. Everybody come at ten thirty, right. and you bring this, and you bring this, and you yeah. bring this. And I had two things to make. That's awesome. And it was so great. And and then people and also another thing, you can say, hey, 
party's over at three o'clock. Right. You know, you don't have to have the party until 10 p.m. when everybody is just so tired and ready for everyone right. to leave. You, that you really, can make the rules. What you're saying really leads to my next okay. thing that I wanted to say, say it. was don't let guilt drive your decisions. Mm-hmm. Now, listen, this is a whole different story for a different day, mm-hmm. but we grew up, we were little church people. We were. And when you grow up in the church, we, we were Baptist. When you grow up in the church house, sometimes mm-hmm. guilt can be a really big driver. Mm-hmm. And around the holidays, I think guilt is, a, we, you oh, know, we a think we need to thing. see these people. We haven't seen them. And so, Oh, you it's know, not even just that. self-imposed guilt. It's guilt on the other side, too. <laughs> like, oh, you know what I'm right. saying? That's it's, so it's true. It's your mom or your mother-in-law or or your uncle saying, wait a minute, you're not coming until, the, right. you know. Right. It, and, and here's what I'll, I'll say as well is that, you know, and this is a, di- this is a different podcast, I know, but I just want to say this because I think it is so important. Guilt and conviction are two very different things. 100%. And we, in church culture, for many, many, many years, and I believe it was, it it seeped into how I was raised, Mm -hmm. is that guilt was was actually in disguise. You know, it was was meant to be like conviction, but it was really guilt. 100%. There's a difference. Mm -hmm. And when I went to therapy and I went to 11 years of counseling mm. and I say that with just such let's just shout out Maureen your Maureen therapist Cooper. and Julie my therapist yes they Maureen has retired people. now um, Maureen told me once and I've never forgotten it that true love never has guilt attached mm. to it yeah that's so good true love never has guilt attached to it so your mother-in-law or your stepfather or your cousin Mm -hmm. who is making you feel guilty about something surrounding the holidays. Right. That is not a good, healthy version of love. Absolutely not. We could just like end there, but I have a couple more. Okay. Say it. (laughs) Here's another one. Uh, Plan out verbal boundaries with the people around you. So So this is what this looks like. You know, that you're going to come across that person that says the same thing that they've always said to you. Politics. So it could be politics. It could be about your weight. It could be about your children. It could be about your marriage. It could be about your job, whatever it is, you know what they're going to say when you see them. So take the time beforehand Mm. to script out what, what are responses. So let's say you have someone that comments on your weight. And they probably do it in a way that's um, it's supposed to be funny. Supposed to be funny, and I think it's okay to say, "Hey, I know you think that's funny, but when you make jokes like that, it actually makes me feel really bad." And I would really prefer that you not talk to me like that anymore. It's okay to say that. It's okay. Listen, you might rock the boat, and that's okay. Listen, I've done. I did it. There was a Thanksgiving that I stood up and defended my parents <laughs> I love <laughs> because that they were making, they were making a decision for themselves and I was so proud of them and people were criticizing it. And I actually said, I want you all to be proud of them and to say kind things to them. Yeah. And it rocks the boat. Yeah. And you don't have to be end, mean. No, you don't have to be mean, but in the end it's really the right thing to do. Okay. So tell me, Matt, give me an example. If there is a relative, and you know that you are um, on opposing sides politically, mm. and they bring up 
they bring up a candidate or they bring up something that's coming and they know it's 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 a it's a trigger or a push button right what what's what are now besides besides which is you always have permission to do this you can leave the room. You can just right. say, oh, my gosh, I'm going to go get more coffee. Like, they didn't even say it, and you can remove yourself. Right. I've done that. Right. I have to. I really have. And I still don't feel, I don't feel bad about that. But if you're in a position where you're sitting and you're like, I can't not say anything right. about this, give us give us a couple things we can you say. You know, I think... I think the first thing is, is, you know, you know, the person that's pushed your buttons because this isn't the first year we've had um, hard political Thanksgiving tables. Right. Right. So, you know what you're walking into. So, depending on the relationship that you have with that person, you could give them a call this week and say, hey, we're going to be spending time together for the holidays. And I know we don't see eye to eye on a lot of things in regards to politics. But, you know, for just for the sake of our relationship, can we just not talk about that? Oh, that's so good. Just for the sake of us spending time together. I just don't want to do it. And my hope is that that person would, would respect, respect your that. boundary instead of at Thanksgiving one? Sorry, I can't talk about that oh. or whatever. I mean, really, I just think it's okay to leave the space. I totally. really do. I I think sometimes um, now, if you feel like you need to defend and you feel like you need to stick up for yourself or your belief, that's right. that's certainly up to you. But I do think that that there is a classy way to say, you know, hey, I'm. I, I'm not going to talk about this, so I'm going to go get a piece of pumpkin pie. And just like you said, their leaving is always an option. It's always an option. Um, Leaving is always an option. And I think I would always say that, too. Yeah, that's good. Is, um, hey, I've asked for this, and you're still, you're kind of making fun of me for asking for for us to prioritize a relationship. And I just want to let you know, I really don't want to leave. But this this might make me question if I should stay. Yeah. And I think it's okay to do that. I do too. I actually think it needs to happen more because that is what healthy boundaries look like. Absolutely. Yeah. Do you have another one? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Let me hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Here's another one is don't totally abandon all of your routines. So I think in in the spirit of napping for kids. Yes. So I think in the spirit of the holidays, we just throw everything out with Uh the window and we're like, we're going to have a really good time and it's going to be fun and it's going to be great. And we're going to do whatever the mother-in-law says or whatever the schedule dictates. And then be terrorized later by our crying children. Right. So don't abandon your routines. If you're somebody that needs to wake up at seven o'clock and go to bed at nine o'clock, still do that. If you're somebody that needs a walk in the middle of the day say hey you know what i'm gonna go for a walk after lunch i will be right back that's so good like all of the routines that keep you um keep your family functioning absolutely like keep those going yeah and then here's my last one is manage your expectations. This is a big one for me. This could actually be uh, a podcast episode itself. But I think sometimes we get in trouble because we don't have realistic expectations of what it will be. Now, I am the type of person I love, um, like, 
emotion and fanfare yes. and holidays. Like if you, yeah, you want everybody, house, if you want everybody at a gathering, at a holiday gathering, you want them all holding hands. Oh my gosh. Singing like a Christmas carols carol. around a <laughs> piano with someone playing. With Christmas fudge. Yes. After. That's exactly like if you looked at my house right now, it's mm-hmm. before Thanksgiving. We have a Christmas village yes, out and yes. you know, I like have a romantic view of yes. the holidays, mm-hmm. but the reality is is that doesn't happen and it rarely does. And so I think managing your expectations mm. to say, Hey, you know what? This is what, what really could happen. Or, um, this is what, what is reality. Right. Um, not everyone's going to get along at the holidays. Right. Not every dish is going to come out perfect. Your children, you're going to put them in the cutest Christmas Eve outfits or the cutest Thanksgiving outfits. And guess what? Somebody's going to poop their pants <laughs> or get mud on them it's true. or whatever. It's, it's just going to happen. Yeah. And I think putting your mind in a place where you know that that's going to happen and it doesn't throw off your whole day, I think is super important I just to manage, yeah. hey, this is what it's really going to be like. Yeah. Um, and just and live in reality. And it's still good. The reality Absolutely. is good. Yeah. And it's still a really good thing. Okay, Matt, this has all been so good. These are great <laughs> tips. Yeah. These are great things that help us around the holidays. Mm. So but while while we're... Looking ahead toward the holidays, let's revisit quickly the five things, yeah. five takeaways yeah. as we go into the holiday okay, season. Here's what what they are they? I, I think they're in the right order that I set them, okay. but here's what they are, is ask for what you need. Mm-hmm. So make sure whatever it is that you need, communicate that to the people around you. The second one was verbal boundaries. So if you know that there's somebody that's going to upset you, don't let them talk to you a certain way yeah, and so let them good. know that that's not okay. Yeah. The next one is don't give in to guilt. So all that mm. guilt and shame that comes at us. Nope. No, don't give in to it. Do what you know is right. Not this and year. And don't let anybody sugary, sweet, bless you with all that talk mm-hmm. to guilt you into doing yep. something. It's good. Um, keep routines. So whatever you need in your routines and whatever keeps you and your family going. And then the last one is manage your expectations. So good. So I hope that that helps somebody. Um, oh, I know it's really going to. Have a really awesome good day for their Thanksgiving week. Thank you so much for joining us on These Are Good Days.